0: Welcome back to another Tuesday of Turner Syndrome Talking Tea. This week we have Scott talking to us about his experience with Turner Syndrome. So, trigger warning: throughout the episode, we do talk on themes of abortion. So, I just wanted to let you know, just in case, that that could be triggering for you. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, this week on Turner Syndrome Talking Tea, we have a dad's perspective, which I love. So, we have Scott with us. Hi, Scott.
1: Hi, yeah, you okay?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Yeah, very well. Thank you.
0: Good, good. So, I want to ask you about Turner's, if that's all right.
1: Yeah, of course. Go ahead.
0: What's your relationship with Turner's?
1: Uh, my daughter's got Turner Syndrome. Um, so she is, she's currently five months old. Um, Aww. and she was, she was, well, she was diagnosed with Turner's syndrome, um, after we'd done a harmony test that's called, um, yeah. because, uh, there was some, uh, she had a cystic hygroma at, uh, the 10 week scan, um, and a bit of fluid on her body. Uh, so, they said to do a harmony test uh, to see whether it would be anything like um, Down syndrome, uh, Edwards or Pathouse. And we'd done that test and it come back kind of 98% positive that it was Turner's. Um, And then after she was born, when she was about two months old, um, she had a full genetics test um, where they kind of confirmed that it was definitely Turner's that she had
0: oh congratulations on your little girl
1: oh thank you very much
0: she was born into the best second family (laughs) of society
1: yeah that's it yeah definitely
0: (laughs) what's the biggest challenge a turn has been for you I know it's been a little short journey for them
1: yeah Um, I, would, I would say the biggest challenge that's kind of happened so far is um, due to the Turner's syndrome, um, she uh, had some heart complications, which we were told was kind of very normal for uh, Turner's syndrome children. Um, luckily, the heart defect was picked up at, it's about 18 weeks, um, it was picked up by a, a cardiologist. Uh, and that was the hardest point. Um, she had to have surgery. Um, she had a co of the aortic arch, which again, we were told was kind of fairly normal with um, Turner's uh, babies, but we never understood the kind of extent that it would get to. A uh, very scary time. Um, and... Yeah, we, well, we kind of had to move away from home for four months while she was in hospital. She had to go on a medication called Prostin as soon as she was born. Um, we were then told that Prostin was a medication that effectively opened all the valves in our heart. Mm. And we were told that if she didn't have that medication, or that drug, um, she, she wouldn't be here. So obviously that was very difficult. Yeah. Um, Obviously, post-surgery, everything seems to be going in the right direction. She's putting on weight. Um, Post-surgery, the hardest kind of thing now is trying to understand where she sits on the scale of uh, being a good weight, a good length. Mm -hmm. Um, We were told by... Uh, doctors community midwives that they don't actually have a chart for Turner syndrome babies um, not until they're two years old so we'll we'll never actually know if she's doing really well mm. until she's two um, so that that's that's difficult because um, it, it took it took a very long time to get her to the stage of Uh, Because we we took her home with an NG tube. So she was feeding through a tube. Um, Luckily, she's got that out now uh, because she started feeding through the bottle. Mm -hmm. But that's been, yeah, that's been very hard to kind of deal with.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I sympathise with that. All the hospital, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at least you know at least you
1: know yeah no of course yeah I mean the, um she had to go to Southampton hospital uh because they've um you know we didn't know but they had the best cardiac surgeons there okay. um yeah and obviously she was in Southampton for it was about three months before she had her surgery so we we was kind of in Southampton just waiting for her to put on weight because um, she was too small to have the surgery. First of all, so we had to wait for that. But yeah, it it, it kind of happened, and it was a yeah very scary ropey time um, after it happened because you know you're you're kind of told by doctors constantly. Um, obviously because they want to cover themselves they were being told constantly this could go wrong because it's a repair you know yeah repairs can go wrong Um, so that was always very kind of nerve-wracking you know just kind of fingers crossed constantly just hoping that the surgery just worked
0: yeah yeah well, let's hope it gets easier for our blessings yeah. and for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, What's the nice
0: most positive experience of time has been?
1: Uh seeing how kind of strong such a small baby can be. <laughs> that that has that has really kind of amazed me in so many ways. Um mm. that you you know, a lot of people kind of look at small babies um you know and then when they hold a small baby they're all very they kind of take it in and cradle it like it's crystal and they don't wanna don't want to hurt it by moving too fast and everyone's very delicate um but you know in reality uh my daughter was she only weighed 2.9 kilograms when she had her surgery so she was, She was tiny Mm. um, and she had her surgery, went down into intensive care on Thursday at about six in the evening. And then Monday at 11 o'clock in the morning, she was being transferred back up to the recovery ward. So she was was in intensive care for four days and bearing in mind for two of those days, she had her chest open. It was left open uh, to allow the heart to swell after the surgery. Wow. So kind of, you know, for two of those days, she was, you know, on the ventilator, on a drain, um, on all of these medications. And every day we're going back, we've taken this medication off because she don't need it. We've taken the drain out because she don't need it. We've done this because she don't need it. And then getting the phone call, you know, early Monday morning and they said, um, if you'd like to come in, because we're going to transfer Olivia back upstairs to the recovery ward because she's awake. And I was like, what? It's, oh. it's been it's been four days. And you know, I said to my partner, I I kind of guarantee that if that was me as an adult, you know, I'm I'm bigger, I'm stronger. I guarantee I'd be led up in the bed for about three weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: you know the kind of strength and power um, of babies is so underestimated uh-huh. it's unreal and it, it's been such a such an amazing experience to just watch her get through such a terrible time and mm-hmm. um, come out of the end of it and you know she's putting on weight we we got her first laugh the other day
0: uh-huh. she's holding
1: her head up and yeah that that sort of thing kind of just it gives me a whole new perspective on life. Yeah. You know, how she's been.
0: Well, us Turners girls and ladies, we're very determined, but especially yeah. babies in particular, with or without Turners, because they're just the most yeah. resilient, aren't they? Super mm-hmm. resilient.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: So, how has the society helped you?
1: Um, so, I mean, we've with turner's syndrome i mean with with my daughter especially um she hasn't had too many sort of uh, all of the um things that were affected were internally so her heart was affected obviously that's why she had to have surgery um she's only got one kidney um But in terms of society itself, when she's come out of hospital and we finally got her home and introducing her to people, finally, you know, friends, family, uh, people kind of walking past in the street and saying, oh, my God, isn't she she beautiful? They have been amazing. Like, And it's it's kind of such a delight because obviously when we first found out about the Turner syndrome, we didn't know anything about it. I'd never heard of it. Um we, we kind of went into it, you know, as newbies and was like, what is this thing they keep talking about? Um, and I think one of the main things is where we are kind of, me and my partner are so clued up on it now, um, you know, after having conversations with countless doctors, uh, you know, genetics teams and so on and so forth, and we're a bit more clued up on it. Mm. Once you kind of explain it to people um, and what it actually is, people are, they've just been great. Like society itself has been great. Um, The the social media page um, for, you know, Turner's parents has been a a godsend. It really has. Um, Obviously with what happened to um, Olivia I'm slightly more protective of my daughter and if something pops up, uh, you know, some some sort of rash or she's got like very puffy feet, um, I go straight to the Turner's page mm-hmm. and I say, you know, does anyone else have this? What is it? And at that point, I'm kind of panicking. And within 10 minutes, someone has gone. Don't worry about it it's this, Yeah. don't worry about it, it's this, it's normal, don't panic, it's fine. And it's such uh, such a nice relief just to have those people kind of backing you up. Um, and obviously, there are people on that page that have Turner's Syndrome that can kind of also share their experience and say, well, I actually had this, when I was a baby, I'm now 18 years old, and that's kind of you. Kind of go, oh my god, she's fine. Like it's yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, society and like I said, especially the the kind of social media side of it. Yeah, connecting to you know, I'll put a post on there, and there's people from. Like texas mississippi and you know all the way across all the way across the other side of the world that are you know commenting and it, it kind of gives you that wow like you know, the kind of wow factor there's people all across the world that are happy to help you yeah so yeah it, it has been yeah it's it's been really good
0: that's a nice side of social media isn't it and it's nice yeah. to know you're not alone
1: yeah definitely yeah
0: What's your involvement in this society? I mean, I know it's early days.
1: Mm, Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, um, so, like I said, kind of coming into this, not knowing what it was and, you know, never hearing of it. um, It was a case of trying to, uh, well, trying my hardest and my partner as well, trying our hardest to understand fully what it was um and after we kind of found out what it was and you know we're very clued up on it now now it's a case of sharing our story Mm. um we went through you know the heartbreak of being told that our daughter would never make it we were told i can i lost count how many times we were told It's a one to three percent chance of survival.
0: Yeah,
1: and we took that chance. Uh, In my eyes, I said the fact that they've given it a percentage, whether it's one percent, which is very low, it's still a chance. It's worth. And uh, exactly, yeah. And I'm so, (laughs) I'm so glad that we took that chance because you know we wouldn't have our daughter. Um. And now I, I, you know, when I see people on the Turner's page um, that have just found out that they are pregnant with a Turner's baby, it's heartbreaking to see that they're sharing that same experience that we did where we were constantly panicking for, you know, for eight months of our life, we just, we just couldn't you know stop crying constantly just panicking that something is going to happen and it's nice to you know show those people that don't ever give up hope because you know these these little girls are just way way more stronger than you would ever believe yeah and you know and just just keep just keep hold of that hope and just keep going, as as you are. Just keep going, and really, just try and get excited about having a baby. I think that was one of the worst things for us. Is um, where we had so much bad news constantly. You know, the Turner syndrome. Your baby's got fluid around her body. There's fluid around her chest. Uh, you know, the heart problems we never actually took time for ourselves to actually enjoy the pregnancy. Yeah. You know, the, the, this amazing thing that pregnancy is, we never had the time. Um, and what I would say, you know, sharing my experience with people and saying, just, I know it's hard, just try and enjoy your pregnancy mm-hmm. because the, the, these, you know, these girls are absolute warriors and they, they, they will, uh-huh. you know, you know when they get here then you you, you know it, it's just I was kind of lost for words uh, when it happened but it's about like I said it's about sharing my experience that we had as a couple as well mm-hmm. um, and also sharing my experience as a dad um, a lot of you know the is social media side kind of focuses on Uh, mums which I completely understand because it's I'd always said it was always harder for my partner of course it was she she was the one carrying Olivia and it was always going to be harder for her um and she had a very tough pregnancy with it um but I I want you know I want dads to know that you can talk about it it's not just the mums dads can talk about it and yeah, that's that's where I kind of, yeah, that's kind of where I want to be is letting letting the dads know that it's not it's not easy for us either.
0: No, so no,
1: just you know, just open up.
0: Yeah, definitely. I loved what you said about the small percentage. Even though it is so small, just that little glimmer of hope.
1: It's it's a it's a percentage. You know, um, the way I look at it. Is I do the lottery, and I'll get a lottery ticket, and I think, yeah, I might win. <laughs> but there is there is something stupid like a zero point zero 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 one percent chance. Mm. But I will still do the lottery, yeah. thinking that I'll win. Mm. And my daughter surviving actually had higher odds than that. Um, obviously, we we were told by doctors. Best possibility, uh, you know, uh, best thing to do is possibly thinking about early termination, um, you know, just in case something happens. Um, But me and my partner, obviously, we had the chat about it, and I went, "Yeah, okay, it's one percent, but the fact that they've given it one percent means that there's a chance, so we we will still go with it."
0: There's a lot of emotional things, isn't it, that people don't realise throughout. Yeah. Like you said, talk about determination. Mm. and Yeah, it's very emotional. So uh, I don't know if you've heard that we have a conference every year at the Society. Okay. So little warning. If Sam Kiebert, she's our creative director in the Society, if she asks you to do the dad dance, just
1: say no <laughs> yeah
0: because we put on a show and okay. they come out in lycra um but they done? Right. They come out half naked you know, it they've done it so try okay. and stay away from her
1: <laughs> i mean I'm, i mean i'm i'm a sucker for a dance um yeah. but i don't think i look too great in lycra at the moment with um you know the lockdown weight and stuff it's yeah maybe not at the moment <laughs> we'll work on it
0: so my dad you can take this from him he won't mind my dad always says because she asks him every year oh, i've got a bone in my leg i can't do it <laughs> every year it works
1: yeah 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 well i mean i don't know i, I think i'd have to see it first um <laughs> to see here uh, i'd have to see this first i feel like it's uh it's going to be like an, a, another wonder of the world, seeing the, it, these bunch oh, of uh, dads it doing is. dance like right. Yeah,
0: it's once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's melted into your brain, then.
0: <laughs> What's the most important message about Tanya's? Would you say?
1: Most important message is uh, kind of what I covered, and that's just don't don't give up hope. Yeah. That, that 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 was that was kind of that was massive for me during um during uh, my partner's pregnancy it's just to not give up hope uh like i said we we found out about the turner syndrome and then after that it was your baby's got fluid around her body she's got fluid on her lungs so there's a bit of fluid on her heart and then we found out she had a heart defect where the aortic arch wasn't working and then the left side of her heart wasn't pumping properly. So uh, along those kind of months, it was just bad, 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 constantly. Um And like I said, it, it was very hard. It was very hard to hear that news. Um You st- you start, obviously you start losing, hope and you kind of think, oh my God, like it's just not going to happen. Just don't, just don't. And try and... You know, as much as possible, try and get a connection um, with that baby whilst they're in the stomach and get the connection. I, uh, I say that's quite contradicting. I I struggled um, to do that. Uh, and the reason was because was I was scared. Mm. I was scared that I was going to get too attached and yeah. something was going to happen. Um, do I regret it? Yes, because she's, she's at home now and she's doing really well. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, like I said, as hard as it is, just grasp onto that, that small bit of hope that the professionals give you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, grasp onto it like it's 100%. And, you know, really try and get that connection. You know, we we bought, me and my partner bought the Doppler so we could hear our heartbeat. And every single night we would do it just before going to bed. Um, One, it was relief. Yeah. You know, Um, and two, it was just the fact that there's a baby there. You know, it's it's our little girl. Um, So, but yeah, grasp onto that hope and don't, you know don't be afraid to to ask stuff um we we were kind of left in the dark quite a lot um at the start of the pregnancy where not a lot of um medical professionals knew that much about Turner's syndrome it's very difficult to kind of understand exactly what it was um but ask, you know, we went onto the Turner's page, and it was a very long time before I kind of pucked up the courage to write something on
0: there
1: mm. there. Is anyone experiencing this?
0: Yeah,
1: um, that's what I there for.
0: Yeah, you know. It's and, judgment and, free song, uh, sorry, that? it's a judgment-free zone, which I
1: love. It, it is. It is, and you know, like I said, predominantly it's um, it's mums on that page um but now now that i've done it i am not afraid uh, you know to be a dad and go onto that page and say what's going on here or even going on to the page and helping someone else out you know um but yeah just just grasp just grasp onto to, to that moment of pregnancy and grasp onto you know that 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 big bit of hope like and just just keep going to stay strong so that's, a, that's the biggest message I can give really
0: wow is there anything you would like to add to this episode that you haven't covered already
1: do you think um I think I you know I think from from my personal experience and you know from from what you've got from this episode it it was difficult for um, a couple. So me and my partner, it's very difficult. But it's also very difficult for men, um, you know, the dads. Mental health during something like that um, is not in the best place. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of campaigns at the moment, um, you know, trying to, Help with mental health, also trying to help with um, especially male mental health because as men, we don't talk, we don't go to the doctors, we don't do this and don't do that because we're men, we're strong, we don't need to do that. Just drop drop that, you know, drop that shield down. Yeah, just drop that shield down and just accept the fact that it's hard.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, because that um, interest- was.
1: Yeah, yeah. And one one of the one of the biggest things that I done was when uh when my daughter was in Southampton and we were waiting for the heart surgery, it got extremely hard. And I asked one of the um nurses of the ward, I asked if I could have some help. And um I said it's you know it's psychological, it's it's the mental help I need, it's the mental side of it and how I deal with it. Um it was extremely difficult to do that you know like I said as a man it was difficult to do that but I done it and I'm glad that I done it because it got me through it yeah um and even even situations like this you know um I've I've never never personally met you I've uh, you know never never actually spoken to you properly um before this but it's nice to share my experience with someone and someone that will sit there and listen, um, you know. Because, like I said, it, it wasn't the nicest experience ever. But sometimes you just need to talk about it and yeah. just get off your chest. Definitely. So yeah, I mean that's 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 probably something that I would add is anyone, not not just dads, mums as well. Don't don't be scared. Just just ask away. You know, there's always someone out there the world's got nearly eight billion people in it there's bound to be one person out there that's willing to talk to you and give you advice so yeah just 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 speak up
0: definitely well scott thank you so very much for that episode thank you for being in depth and in such an emotional place so thank you so much you'll help a lot of people
1: good i'm I'm glad that's what i want thank you very much for having me on
0: no thank you so much scott and everyone listening see you next week i love that episode so so much thank you scott for being so open and brave and honest thank you so much you're gonna help a lot of people a lot of people So, next week, we have Maria talking to us about her experience of Turner Syndrome. So, look forward to that one. I know I am. I'd really, really like it if you could share news of the Turner Syndrome Support Society about my podcast or about Turner Syndrome to someone who doesn't know, to maybe a friend or a family member who doesn't know about it. I would really, really love that. And I'll see you next week for Maria's episode.